return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Pastor Wren has got a message for us. I appreciate his, his heart for Jesus, love for the Lord. Pastor Wren, come. Let's welcome him, amen, as he comes to share tonight God's word. Am on. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I always say it's easy to preach when we have worship like that. Amen. Yeah, yeah, it is. The anointing just ushers in the presence of yeah, the Lord. Does, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, really does. Hallelujah. Yeah, Thank you, Jesus. Is. One thing that the Lord kind of showed me a long time ago when I was probably a teenager was, you know, how big music is, you know, and just all around the world, you yeah. know, just the different cultures, the different styles of music, and the different genres of music and different things. You have, you know, country and rap and R&B and yeah. soul and jazz and uh, Christian and all that. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know, Satan used to be the head of the choir in, yeah. in the heavens. And <clears throat> so it's not surprising that the influence of music is so big. Yeah. Because right. Satan is going to use the biggest avenue, the biggest venue to try to impose his will. Amen. Amen. And so you hear a lot of good music, but you also hear a lot of bad music out there. And especially for for kids and teenagers, music is huge. You know, and at least it was when I was growing up. I don't know, you know. Um, My kids listen to a lot of music and different things. And, you know, it's one of those things where, where Satan will use things that should be good and he'll turn it, and he'll try to make it bad. Yep, that's right. He'll use, you know, the internet came along, and it's good. I mean, we, we reach hundreds of people every Sunday yep. through the internet, through Facebook Live, through our website. We put up videos um, yep. of the sermon. Through We put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We have a podcast. We have all these things technology-wise. You know, the devil wants to try to use technology for bad. Yep. Amen. And, you know, it's, it's one of the many battles just that we face yep. with the enemy. And uh, it's important to know, um, you know, what battles are ours, amen, what battles we need to continue to fight, what battles can be quick, or what battles are going to be long, amen. And so I want to talk talk about that a little bit tonight. Shared something uh, similar, um, took some stuff from the pastor's conference when I spoke um, just a month ago at the pastor's conference, and I've been excited to share this here uh, this is the first time I'm sharing here since the pastor's conference, so um, I'm excited. Thank you, Pastor Dave, just for your mentorship and your leadership in my life, and um, it's really a great opportunity just to come and minister, and, and I love doing it. You know, I love, I love sharing the gospel, amen. So let's just start in prayer. Father, we just thank you for tonight. Hallelujah. We thank you that we can be victorious in you, Jesus. We thank you that you have already completed the victory for us, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you that your Holy Spirit is here tonight, guiding us, giving us wisdom, Lord, discerning of your scriptures. 
Lord, I thank you that you speak through me tonight, that even just one or two things, if that sticks out to somebody, Lord, that they can take that and they can, they can plant that in their own life, Lord, and use that. Lord, we thank you for just wisdom and revelation in your knowledge tonight, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want to talk a little bit about our role in the battles that we face in our lives and God's role in the battles that we face in our lives because we each have a part to play. Amen. We don't want to sit on the sidelines. Hallelujah. We want to be in the battle and we all face battles, right? It might be in our job. You know, we, we can face battles in our job. It might be within our family, with our children or our spouse. Amen. And, and Satan, again, He's going to look for the, the best opportunities to come between us and what God wants us to do. Yeah. And we think of some of the big things out there. Well, everybody, you know, should have a job, amen, or, or something that they're doing something with their hands or yeah. if they can, amen. And then, you know, we all have a family, amen. We have people that, you know, whether it's uncles or cousins or, you know, mom and dad, brothers and sisters or grandparents, whatever, we all have family that we hopefully speak to and communicate with. Amen. If you're married, you have a spouse. Hallelujah. And, you know, another thing is it might be with our finances. It might be with our health. We all have to deal with finances. Amen. We all need money. Right. We all want to be healthy. Amen. We all want to have good health. And so all these things, Satan looks and he says, okay, what can I use to try to battle Randon today? (laughs) Amen. And you know what a battle is? A battle is anything that the devil will try to come against us to steal our joy and our peace. That's what a battle is. Whenever you are going through a battle, Satan wants to steal your joy and he wants to steal your peace. Amen. And in these battles, we face an adversary. But the adversary isn't our coworkers. Amen. How many have been upset with a coworker and, and just not wanted to talk to them and just felt like they were your enemy? They were against you. They hated you. Maybe you were against them. Maybe you didn't like them in the moment. But it's not our coworkers. It's not my wife. My wife is not my enemy. Amen. Your spouse is not your enemy. Your boyfriend or girlfriend is not your enemy. Amen. As far as as far as when fights happen and different things like that. Our kids are not our enemies. Amen. But the devil, who is the God of this world, is our enemy. Amen. And he wants his his goal is to divide and conquer. Amen. He wants to divide you from, you know, whether, whether, whether it's your health or your finances or yeah. your relationships or whatever it is, yeah. he wants to divide you of that. Yeah. Even when we talk about battling a disease, yeah. I mean, the cancer or any other disease that has to come from somewhere, right? Yeah. It doesn't come from God. So, we know, if it doesn't come from God, it comes from the devil. It comes yeah. from the fact that we are in a fallen world because in part of the devil. Yeah. I mean, the devil was the one who tempted Adam and Eve. Yeah. Amen. And he is the God of this fallen world. And he will try to battle us whenever he can to get the upper hand. And to come out of battle correctly, we need to know what God says about our battles. So let's go to John 16, verse 33 here. And it says, These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And we read that and sometimes like, Hallelujah, he has overcome the world. But I still have all these issues and I have all these problems. Yeah. I just got a bad report. You know, is, is it enough that he overcame the world? Yeah. And, you know, it's John, when he talks about here, back over in 1 John, which is 
towards the end of the Bible, John follows up on this verse in 1 John 5, 4. And he says, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. So, those who are born of God are believers. Amen? So it says, not only did God overcome the world, amen, that Jesus overcame the world, amen, but us, because of him, because we're born of God, we have overcome the world as well. Amen? So when we're facing different challenges and we're facing difficult things, we can know that, well, it's not just Jesus that overcame the world, and sometimes it's easy to say, well, yeah, he overcame the world, but what about my problem? No, we also have overcome the world through him, amen, because we are, if we are a Christian, if we're a believer, we are born of God. And it says that our faith in him is the victory that has overcome the world. Amen? Faith is the um, substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen? So faith in and of itself is our victory. We can't see faith, amen, we can act it out, and we can see results from faith, but in the moment, we cannot see faith with our natural eyes, right? So even in the moment, we might not be able to see a victory with our natural eyes, amen? But the Bible says that we have overcome the world, so we know we have victory, amen? And the fact that Jesus overcame the world and he transferred it to us is a transitive property. Whatever Jesus overcame on earth was transferred to us. Amen? And in John and 1 John, they use the words have and has, which is past tense. So if we have overcome the world, it means that the world has already been overcome by Jesus through us. Amen? Amen? And to understand this, I feel like we have to go back to the beginning. So Genesis 1.26. God created um, everything for five days, the sixth day. God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So we see that in the beginning that God made us according to the image of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. He said, let us, capital U, make man in our, capital O, image. And it says, let them have dominion. So God's saying, I'm going to give dominion of the earth to these people that I'm going to create. To mankind who I am going to now create. Amen. So he transferred authority. He transferred power and dominion over to us right at the beginning. Right away. Before he even made us. Amen. It was ours. Amen. The victory is ours. And um, so when God created man, he gave man the authority to have dominion over the earth and everything on the earth. But when man sinned, he gave the authority to Satan. And so when when we sinned and we gave authority to Satan, it was transferred. All the authority, all the power, the dominion that we had was all transferred over to Satan, over to the enemy, amen, over to our adversary. And when, when that happened, Satan brought in sin. He brought in disease, right? He brought in poverty. He brought in uh, strife. He brought in depression, right? He brought in pain, loss, and he brought in death. Yeah. Amen? But it was a man who gave his authority away to Satan. Adam and Eve gave their authority away to Satan. Amen? So a man legally had to get it back. Yeah. And that man was Jesus Christ. Amen? Yeah. So, so when Jesus came, hallelujah, when he came back, Jesus overcame through the cross and took back the authority, which in turn he transferred back to us. Amen? Amen. So it's this, you can see this circle. 
the Godhead had the authority, passed it along to man. Man had the authority and lost it to Satan. Satan then lost it. He got defeated by Jesus, back to the Godhead, who then still has the power, but transferred it to us. Amen? And we see this, this cycle that happened over the course of history. And it doesn't matter, amen, I'm, I'm lost my place here. <laughs> so God has done this thing through man, amen, his name is Jesus. By his death on the cross, Jesus righteously, righteously restored all that man had lost. Amen, and that's why in Matthew 28 and 18, just before he went back to heaven, he said, Matthew 28, hallelujah, it says, All authority have been given to me in heaven and on earth, go therefore. So when Jesus said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth, and he said, go therefore, those words tell us that he transferred his authority back to us. Amen? Because he's saying, I have it. You're living. I'm living in you. The Holy Spirit lives in us when we become saved. And he's saying, go therefore, hallelujah, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing him in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen? And so we walk in this authority. We walk in this authority that Jesus had. Hallelujah. So the same authority that he had over the storm, over evil spirits, sickness, disease, and even death is now ours to use. Amen? Amen. And we see this continuity in Scripture that we had authority, then transferred that to the enemy. Jesus overcame through the cross, took back the authority, which he transferred back to us. And it doesn't matter what our circumstances are. Amen? Nothing about what goes on in our life can change who God is. Amen? And it can't change the authority that he's given us. Satan has been defeated already. Even in death, when we believe in Jesus Christ, we have the victory. We have won the victory over death. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, 55, it says, O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So he's given us the victory. Amen. And it's the same when we face battles in our life. And I know some of you have faced unbelievable hardships and things that you've been standing on, you know, standing for and against for years. You know, Pastor David and Jeannie stood for 12 years for their daughter um, just for healing. And, yeah. and it was a battle, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, the battle continued to go on. You didn't know how long it would last. Yes. You didn't know um, what all the obstacles were going to be. Yeah. But they kept standing on the word. They kept standing in the authority that Jesus had gave them. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And they kept standing on the belief and the knowledge that God is always good. Yeah. And that it was his will to heal. Amen. It is his will to heal. You may not feel very victorious. Maybe you're going through a battle right now and you don't feel victorious. It's, you feel beaten down. You feel discouraged or depressed. Maybe you feel like the battle's already been lost. That I just can't fight anymore. I've been, I've been close to that. When I've had you know, just different things happen. When I've had friends pass away through different things that were way too young to pass away. And... And I've, I've battled depression. I've battled things like that. And it does feel like, well, I can't, I just can't go on. But we don't, we don't go by our feelings. Mm-hmm. Amen. We go by the Word of God. And the Word of God says the battle has been won for us. Amen. Remember when David went up against the Philistine army in the valley of, uh, valley of Rephaim. And the account of the battle is 2 Samuel 5, 19. Mm-hmm. And he says... It says, So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hands. 
So David went to Baal-perazim, and David defeated there, and he said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me, like a breakthrough of water. Therefore he called the name of that place Baal-perazim. And so I would like to ask, when did David receive the victory? Was it when he defeated the Philistines? Or was it when the Lord said, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into his hands? That's when David received the victory. When he got the word from the Lord saying, the, the enemy is already defeated. I've already done it. Amen? Amen? Yep. Yes. Hallelujah. And that is when the battle was won, before they even fought the battle. The Lord said, I will deliver the Philistines into your hand. And at that point, the battle had been won. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. And David said that the Lord has broken through my enemies during the battle. No, not during the battle, but before him. Before, before David fought the battle, yeah. the Lord went out and broke through the enemy camp like a breakthrough of water. Yeah. Have you ever thrown like a foot, like if it's raining or you're throwing, you threw a football or a baseball through water? Not much resistance, is there? Right. Amen. God is bigger than any circumstance that we're going to face. Yeah. Amen. He is more powerful and has more authority. Amen. Yeah. And we can use that, that bigger, that's, that's stronger than anything we're going to face. Amen. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that the battle won't be intense. It doesn't mean the battle is not going to be long. It, it might be. Sometimes we get healing or we get financial breakthrough really quickly. And sometimes we have to continue to work through it. Amen? We have to continue to, with faith and patience, inherit the promises. Amen? Inherit the promise of the victory being won. And it's not going to mean you won't struggle at times. Amen? But it does mean that if God tells you the battle is yours, that it means that you've already won. Amen. That's right. Amen. Thank you, if you get a supernatural peace about a situation from, from the Lord, that's the Lord saying, I'm delivering the enemy into your hands. Amen. Amen. Yeah. How many have been in a place where you're wanting a breakthrough and you're, you're praying and you're trying to receive it, and then like a peace comes over and it's like, oh, okay, Amen. I feel good. Yeah. I know when I was, uh, when I was just born... I was missing, or I had an autoimmune deficiency. So I was missing, I don't know what the, I don't know the whole ins and outs, but like, I was missing like core antibodies, if that's a thing. That's what I was told. And I was told I was going to be sick my whole life, or my parents were told I was going to be sick my whole life. And I would never be healthy, I would never be well. And, um, but my parents, they prayed, and they said they left the, the hospital with just a peace. Just a supernatural peace that everything's going to be fine. And I was the healthiest person in my family, probably. Amen. You know, so the battle, the battle's been won. Amen. I love when that peace comes. And yeah. it doesn't just have to be a sickness. It doesn't just have to be finance. Maybe it's a decision. Yeah. Maybe it's a big decision that you have or a yeah. choice coming up. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But you can pray about it and you can get a peace. Yeah. Amen. I always want to find. I always want to have a peace, yeah. no matter what I do. Amen. You know, because we can have decisions that maybe there's there's two choices and they both seem really good. Maybe, maybe it's a win-win. You could do this or this. Sure. But I tell you what, continue to pray. Still pray yeah. about it. Amen. Because there's a difference between a good choice and a God choice. Yeah. Amen. That's right. And God wants you to make a choice that's going to um, benefit you, but right. even more, more importantly, further his will. Yep. Amen. Amen. More importantly, reach many people for yeah. him. Amen. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Hallelujah. So if you get that peace, hold on to that promise from God. Amen. Hold on to that peace. Yes. Uh, let's go to Proverbs 21, 31. Thank you, Lord. 
And it says, the horse is made ready for the day of battle, but victory rests with the Lord. Yes, we still have to suit up and go to battle. So we, we make the, head, the, the horse ready for battle. We still gear up. We still put on the armor of God. Amen. But the victory rests with the Lord. It's like a, if a baseball player hits a game-winning home run. The score doesn't change until the batter um, actually touches home plate. They have to touch the first base and second base, third base. They have to touch home plate, right? So the score won't change until that happens. But when the batter sees the ball go over the outfield wall, amen, in his mind, he knows the game's been won. You know, if it's, yeah. a, if it's a go-ahead run in the bottom of the ninth, he knows that the game's been won. But if he just sits there and said, well, I hit a home run, I already won the game. I, the game's won. Well, the ump's going to say, well, no, it's not yet. Because you have to go around. Right. You have to put in the effort to go around the bases. Yep. Amen. You have to touch home plate. Then we'll call the victory. Jeannie has a great, Pastor Jeannie has a great saying that says, um, see it before you see it. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so if we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, we can see the victory before we even go into battle. That's right. Amen. Yeah. And to hold on to that victory, hold on to that promise from the Lord that you have the victory. Yeah. Another Old Testament example, you know, in the Old Testament, there's a lot of battles in the Old Testament. Second Kings 6, 16, the army of Syria came against Elisha. In verse 14 says it was a great army. But when the servants was afraid, Elisha says this in verse 15. Uh, sorry, I put 15, but um, in 16. Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Yeah. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around, all around Elisha. Amen. The army of the Lord is always bigger than the army of the enemy. Amen. Amen. And it's important to remember, too, that it was God who went before David. Amen. It was God who had the horses and chariots of fire around Elijah. Sometimes we like to take credit maybe for a battle that's been won or a victory that's been won in our life. It's like, wow, look what I did to accomplish this. Amen. Or look what I did to get here. I've been so good at, you know, and it's true, you know, like I've been so good at saving or taking care of my body or eating right or whatever like that. And that's totally true, but we don't want to forget whose victory it is. Amen? Amen. Right. It's the Lord's victory. First right. Corinthians 5.57 says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen? So thanks be to Him, Amen, to God who gives us the victory. Um, back uh, about a month ago, Kirk Snaza from Sisseton spoke on a Sunday night about humility. And he likened humility to um, this beautiful painting that was done by a father. And it was very intricate. It took a lot of time. He made sure everything was perfect. And when he was done, he gave it to his son and allowed the son to put his initial on it and carry it around. And how sometimes we walk around and we tell people, look at our artwork. Look what we did. Isn't this beautiful? This is, I did this. I did. See, my initials are right here. I'm, I'm walking it around. I did this. Amen. Even though it was the Lord who did the work. Yeah. And it's the same with the battles that we win. We get to carry around the victory. Amen. We, get to, we get to be out in the world and saying, we got, we got this victory. This is the victory the Lord has given us. And we get to carry that around. We can be walking the confidence of Jesus. Amen. I mean, the Bible says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yep. If that doesn't make you confident, nothing's going to make you confident. Yep. We are the righteousness of yes. God yes. in Christ Jesus. Yes. Amen. But the victory goes to God, who is the source of the power and the authority and the anointing that he gives us. Amen. He is the source. If we look at Ephesians 6.10, it 
says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Of the devil. Notice we don't put on our own armor. Amen? It says we're strong in the Lord, for one, in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Amen? That we may be able to stand. If we try to put on our own armor, amen, it's not going to work. If we try to do it ourselves, it's not going to work. Amen? But we put on his armor. And you know his armor is tailored to us. You know, I think of David when he tried to put on Saul's armor in the Old Testament, and it was heavy, and he couldn't move around, and uh, it just didn't work. Amen? What was David's armor? David's armor was a slingshot and five stones. Amen? That was God-ordained armor. That was tailored for David. Amen? So something that maybe you're going through and somebody else is going through, it might be a different strategy against the devil. Amen? There might be something that, that the Lord's telling you to do, Maybe, maybe you're going through a bad report and you get a word from the Lord just, just to say, just have joy. Yeah. And so you just have joy and, and that's yeah. what continues to keep you up and keep you built up. Yeah. Amen. But maybe somebody else is going through the exact same thing and, and they get a word from the Lord that says, find rest. Just rest in me. Yeah. Just rest in me. Yeah. Well, then they're going to want to rest in him. Yeah. Amen. They're going to want to be comfortable and they're going to want to do these yeah. things. And that might be the strategy for that battle. Yep. Amen. I've, I've told the story before. Um, the, same, the same one actually that um, when David, when David in Second Samuel, when he went up against the Philistines, he actually went up against them twice in the same chapter. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the same verses. Yep. And the first time the Lord said, yeah, go up, I will deliver them into your hands. And so the second battle, David asked again of the Lord and said, shall I... Should, should we go up and against them and will you deliver them? He said, no, don't do that. I want you to lie in wait. I want you to wait. Yeah. Amen. Wait's a good word. Yep. Amen. Be having patience is a good word. Amen. Yep. And in both situations, they won the victory, not because they deployed the same strategy. Yeah. Amen. But because they listened to the voice of the Lord. Yeah. A lot of times, if, if, we, if we go about um, dealing with the circumstance one way and it comes up again, that's not necessarily the same way we should do it. Right. We always want to ask the Holy Spirit, amen. He knows everything about everything in our life. Yep. Amen. So we always want to do that. Amen. Hallelujah. We may wear the armor, going back to Ephesians 6, we may wear the armor, but it's not our armor that we're putting on, amen. amen. It's God's armor that we're putting on. Amen. And Jesus is the commander-in-chief. Yep. Hallelujah. And we are the soldiers in the battle. And we do go out and we do the work based on the power and the authority and the training we receive from our commander-in-chief. Yep. Amen? Yeah. It's like if you, if you are, are you know, signing up for the military and, and you haven't had any basic training, you haven't had anything, and they say, okay, we're going to send you overseas yep. and you're going to fight in this battle. You're not going to be very well equipped, are you, right. to do that? Right. But I tell you what, the Lord, he's going... The Bible says there's a, there's a place where he says... Um, he will not, not allow us to be tempted beyond what we can handle. Yep. Or he'll pro- provide a way of escape. Yep. Amen. And he, the Lord is so faithful to us. Amen. He, there's some times where I feel like, how did I get through this? And I know it's because the Lord has intervened somehow. You know, has done something that, that I was like, wow, that had, that had to be God. You know, I didn't, I didn't even feel like I did anything. Amen. So the Lord does intervene. But we stu- do still out, uh, go out and fight the battle. Amen? Yep. Hallelujah. Amen. 
And so at the end of the battle, when we are victorious, the victory and the glory goes to Him. Amen. And I just want to reiterate this. If we are a believer, if you believe that Jesus died on the cross for you, if you believe that He rose from the dead, you are victorious no matter what. Because really, the worst thing that can happen is death. In this life, the worst thing that can happen is death. But if we're a believer, it says that even when we die, we go and we live eternally with Him. Amen. Amen. So the worst thing isn't that... Isn't that, that great that, that the worst thing that we can experience yeah. on earth is the best thing we can experience in heaven? Yeah. Amen? Yeah. God just kind of said, Jesus just kind of said, Devil, this is, what, this is the worst you got. Yeah. I got something better. Amen? Amen. Amen. I uh, spoke uh, in the Sunday school uh, last week just about um, opposites and how uh, Jesus and, and the devil are opposite of each other, but opposite doesn't mean equal. Right. Amen. Because Jesus is so much greater on yeah. the positive side, amen, than the devil's on the negative side. Yeah. Amen. Like I said, he, he'll break through your circumstance like the breakthrough of water. Isn't that amazing? So I just want to say tonight, I'm going to close, but if you feel like you're in a battle with the enemy over your marriage, over your ministry, over your job or coworkers, over your finances, with your kids, anything else. Remember that you already have the victory. You've already overcome the world. Amen. Yeah. And the enemy is the part of the world. The enemy is the God of this world. So if you overcome the world, it means you've overcome the enemy already. We can know that we have the victory before the battle even starts. It doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Amen. In fact, it's probably not going to be easy. <laughs> it doesn't mean that it's going to be quick or anything like that. But I believe even right now there are things in your life where the Lord is going to go before you and break up the enemy like a breakthrough of water. Yeah. That there might be certain things that you feel like you're beating your head against the concrete. You're trying to, you're trying to bust through this wall yeah. and it feels like concrete. It feels like you're not, you're not making any ground. Yeah. It feels like you're tired and you're weary. But I just, just in Jesus' name, I just, I'm just going to make a de- yeah. declaration over you tonight. I declare that in Jesus' name there are decisions there are things that are going on in people's lives that you are going to clear the way, yes. that you are going to break through the lines of the enemy yes. in Jesus' Lord. name. Hallelujah. I declare victory in, every, in, in everybody's yes. life here today, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. I thank you for victory in people's finances, Lord. I thank you for victory in people's health, Jesus. I thank you for victory in people's relationships, Lord. Hallelujah. That we can turn to you in any situation as our yes, commander-in-chief, and you will give us the instructions. You will give us the designation, what we need to do in the name of Jesus, because you are faithful. And we are grateful to you, Jesus. You are a faithful commander in chief. You are faithful to go out and break up the enemy camp before us, to break the lines of the enemy in the name of Jesus. And for you, it's not even an effort. It's just you break through like breakthrough of water. And Father, I just thank you that even right now you are ministering to people's hearts. You are filling people up with hope in joy and peace, Father, that we have a reason to hope. We have a reason to have joy and we have a reason to have peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just thank you, Lord, that that you have defeated the enemy, that you already went down and whipped the devil. Hallelujah. That you made a public spectacle of them triumphing over the devil on the cross. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus, that you are for us and not against us. We thank you that you are greater than us, than he that is in the world. We thank you that you have had victory over death. Hallelujah. You have had victory over the grave in Jesus' name. And we thank you so much. 
we are so thankful. Hallelujah. And we just, we just thank you for a great night, Lord. We thank you that your spirit, even right now, is moving, Father. Hallelujah. That you are doing good things in people's lives tonight. That you never do a bad thing. That you never do a bad work. That you have good plans for us. Hallelujah. That anything that you've, com- that you've started in anybody here, that you are faithful to complete. Hallelujah. That every good thing and every, every perfect gift comes from you. Hallelujah. That you never change. Hallelujah. And we just thank you, Lord, that we can be hopeful, that we can um, be prayerful and, and have faith in what you said that you are going to do, that you've done. Because it's in your word. And faith is just believing what the Bible says is true. So we believe your word. We believe that we have the victory, Lord. And we thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.